Welcome to The Future Starts With You, where we explore career readiness initiatives with the people doing the real work in the field, from the classroom to administrators, industry, and beyond. I'm Jewel Alderson, and our work at the San Diego County Office of Education is focused on ensuring all students have a future without boundaries. We're excited to have you with us today, because like the title says, the future starts with you. Hi, today we're here with Nicole Thren at Grossmont High School, which is at the Grossmont Union High School District, uh, to talk a little bit about project-based learning. So thank you so much, Nicole, for being here with us today. You're welcome. Uh, let's start by just understanding a little bit more about you and where you come from. Can you tell us about what you teach and what brought you to education? Sure. So I teach English for Business and I teach Teaching and Learning, which is the capstone class in the education pathway. I got my teaching credential in Connecticut and moved a lot. And so I taught adult education in New Jersey, in Maryland and in California. And when I came to California, I was working for an accounting firm, and then I got a job managing a paint company. Then I managed a plumbing company, and I was teaching adult ed all along. Um, and in Maryland, I was started as a word processor, went to a tax associate, and ended up as a corporate trainer. And I taught all the office suite. And so when I came to California, driving down the 8 at 7 p.m., knowing that I was going to have a battle with my children when I got home because bedtime and all that good stuff, I realized that uh, industry was making me insane and that I loved teaching adult ed. And so I went to the county office of education and said, I would like to teach. Here's my credential from the state of Connecticut. And they said, go get a job. And I did. Grossmont hired me. Um, like within a couple of months. And so I have been here ever since 2001. And um, I love it. So, and I think my industry experience made me a much better teacher, specifically for English for Business, because I take my experience there and add it to my curriculum in English for Business. Perfect. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize uh, that our CTE teachers actually have that business background. And I am curious too, uh, since we're talking about project-based learning, how your industry background translates to adapting curriculum to be project-based in your classrooms. Well, I know from being in industry, you understand um, you have to do to learn, right? Mm -hmm. It is much better to have that kinesthetic. And we try that in the classroom, but even as a teacher, and all teachers listening will know what we learn in the classroom and then we get into like when we're getting our teaching credential the book work is not reality and so if we can get students into the reality of the the real world using what they're learning into the classroom and they can see how it applies they're not only going to learn it better but they um, get excited to learn i have students that come to my class and when i tell them the things that we're going to be learning they want to be there and especially as an English teacher, um, core curriculum, students don't want to be in core curriculum. They want to be in CTE because it is industry-based, but to have students want to be in your English class, it is an amazing feeling. And it is because of that project-based learning. Absolutely. All right, well, let's get into the nitty gritty. What is the actual 
thing that students get to do. Tell me a little bit about a project maybe that you've done before, something that you're working on right now. Uh, what's, a, what's an exciting project uh, you could share with our listeners? Well, um, the main thing in teaching and learning in the education pathway, we are the only pathway at Grossmont that has 100% participation in an internship. So the students go out to the elementary school and teach. They are pre-student teachers. So they are really equal to a fifth year college student starting their student teaching. My seniors and the seniors in the district that are in the education pathway get that hands-on experience. And so when we teach them how to do a lesson plan in the classroom, they actually go to the elementary school and teach it to those elementary school kids. And there's no better experience than that. And I've had students come into the pathway saying, well, I'm just taking the pathway because I like kids. Maybe I want to be a pediatric nurse. But after the internship, by the end of the year, they've changed their mind. They want to be teachers. So it is very powerful. That's amazing because we talk a lot about an authentic audience when it comes to project-based learning. Many times we might bring in industry partners or members of the community, but in an education pathway, your authentic audience is actually other kids and the younger kids. And so that opportunity to provide your students with that kind of audience is amazing. At the internship program, um, what kind of feedback do your students tend to get from uh, this authentic audience? Well, the students in elementary school, now they're teaching um, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, all the way through fifth is the highest that they will go with me. Um, but when I go in and observe, the students will look at me and they'll ask my, my student, who is that? And they'll say, well, that's my teacher. And they get so confused because they're like, no, you're, a, you're an adult. You're the teacher. You can't possibly also be a student. So it is, it's kind of eye-opening. And for my students, even though they're seniors, you know, they're more mature, but they don't realize that they are taking on a whole new role at that internship. They are now the adult. They are now the teacher. And it changes the way that they dress, the way that they act. Um, they're more conscious of their punctuality, uh, their communication skills. So it, um, it's kind of amazing. And they, they have a great feeling. And they really take on um, the end of the year. There's tears. There's gifts. It's, it's kind of amazing. They love those kids. So you're saying that uh, treating your students as professionals turns them into professionals. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And expecting, making sure that they know what those expectations are and really putting it into their head, you are no longer a student at that internship. You are an adult. You are a teacher. And they do. They take it seriously. How about in English for Business? What are some of the project highlights you've had in that class? Oh, we have amazing ones. <laughs> So um, we do the mock interviews. So we go through both in English for Business and in Teaching and Learning. We do the resume, the cover letter, the reference page, the follow-up letter. But we also do mock interviews. And in English for Business, I get community members, specifically Chamber of Commerce, basically everybody I can find that is willing to help. And then they tell their friends and people that they work for. So I have an amazing group of business partners that come and they interview the students. They do the one-on-one -on -one interviews. We also do mock trials. So mm -hmm. I have lawyers and um, Judge Pro Tem that come in and they will preside on our cases. So the students actually come up with cases and they sue each other and we fill out all the right paperwork. So if they were actually to go to small claims court, they would know exactly how to do it because we use all the real paperwork. It's technical reading and writing. 
Um, but we get those real business professionals to come in and judge. And the students get so nervous, which is fabulous, because we want them to take it seriously. And when they find out that it's not me judging them or interviewing them, then they do a better job on their project. Absolutely. Again, that authentic audience uh, is really important uh, because it drives not only uh, your students impact and understanding of how it fits in the real world, but also their final product. They're afraid to uh, create something that is, um, you know, what they might normally turn in because normally their only audience is the teacher. Uh, but in project-based learning, we can really bring in that bigger audience uh, outside. Exactly. Um, I'm curious whether it's uh, a regular English class you've taught or compared with your colleagues um, who've also taught English because you're teaching a core academic course, um, what kind of impact do you see project-based learning making on your students' ability to um, learn those English standards versus a class that's not as project-based? I think they probably learn it better. They know how to apply it. And the thing is, is that they're learning the standards without realizing they're learning the standards, if that makes sense. Absolutely. So um, I, I think they have that buy-in. And if they can see how this standard applies to real the real world, how will they need to um, turn in a document? When we do the resumes, and I tell them, if you have spelling errors in there, it's going to get thrown away. You're not going to get the interview, never mind the job. It's going to go in a, into the trash can. That's the reality of it. They're going to look a little bit harder for those spelling errors, that format, um, the content, make sure that it is up to par. Now, you have students going to the middle school nearby. You have a lot of industry partners coming on your campus. I'm curious what off-campus activities you might have implemented with some of your projects in the past. Well, we are... Um, we are actually created a brand new one in our summer workshop that uh, my coworker and I, she also teaches English for Business, we created a lesson for our tenant landlord rights and responsibilities. Um, I think it's super important to teach them, again, it's technical reading and writing, but I wanna make sure that my students know how to rent an apartment and it's kind of dry. So uh, I've been, racking my brain to come up with a project and we came up with one during our summer workshop and it's going to be phenomenal we're going to bring the kids to the apartment complex right down the street we can walk there so we don't have to worry about getting a bus and spending money and um, they're going to actually go into an empty apartment and fill out the paperwork they would what we are telling them this is what you should do when you first get an apartment we're going to have those managers come um, we're going to have the kids create their own apartment complex. They're going to market it, promote it, create a web page for it. And then during lunch, try and get the students in the, uh, on the campus to rent from them. So it will be competition. And we'll also have the um, industry partners, other management companies from um, locally to come look at their proposal and see what did they miss. Fantastic. I love that it's a blend of both empowering students once they need to get their own apartment to know what their rights are, to make sure that they do their own walkthrough. Uh, but also with that business lens, if you're the one renting it out, you know, what what are your responsibilities? But also, how do you protect um, the liabilities that come with, you know, having someone else in a space that you own? So um, and, and bringing it onto your campus, uh, having the students compete for uh, who applies for which one. I think that will definitely, you know, the, the authentic audiences 
um, change sometimes because their own peers, um, winning something with their own peers is always a very exciting uh, opportunity for students. Right, exactly. And they're going to be, they get nervous, just as nervous if their peers are the authentic audience, never mind people coming from the outside world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I did want to ask you, what is your favorite thing about being a CTE teacher? You've been in the CTE world for quite a while, and um, but you left your bigger industry uh, experiences and also the adult education experiences. So how about being a CTE teacher? What's your favorite part of that? Probably the, the connections that I make, the networking, right? Mm -hmm. Networking is huge, and that's what I teach my student. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Uh, that's a true statement. And I build my contacts. My network grows more and more every every year. And um, I've made some really good friends, actually, through my network connections. And so the, I think that's the best part, is to just to get to know people in all industries. It's not just in education or just in English, but in auto or in um, marketing or just in the Chamber of Commerce. There's a lot of good connections there. What advice do you have for other teachers who are interested in incorporating project-based learning into their classrooms? Oh, I'd say go for it, most definitely. It is a lot more fun to create project-based learning projects. It's more fun to grade them. And it is a whole better attitude when you see that your students are having fun and enjoying learning. And that's what project-based learning is all about. Well, fantastic. Well, I just want to thank you so much, Nicole, for sharing your experiences. You're welcome. And uh, perhaps we'll have you on again to talk more about uh, the integrated curriculum aspect of your work. Uh, but again, thank you for joining us today. And uh, good luck as you continue with those projects. Can't wait to see exhibition. Thank you, Joel. Thanks for joining us for another episode. If you have questions about this episode, career readiness in general, or would be interested in being a guest on the podcast, check out the show notes. We would love to hear from you. The work you are doing makes a real impact. So keep up the good work until next time, because as you know, the future starts with you.